Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the bonus episode. And this is goes along with the conversation I had with Julie Solomon. And I, I stated in my last opening, I'm I'm not great with, you know, people who you know, the title, let's say life coach. But what you find in a lot of this is people like Julie have figured out the ways that most of us learn or can hear or can organize. And so I think it's actually, I'm changing my opinion in certain ways um, because I don't necessarily learn this way, but people like uh, Tony Robbins, think about it. It's like, do this, do that, do this. Ed Milet, this is what you got to do. And so there, there is so much importance in the work that they're doing to get people to mobilize, to move, to, to ask those questions, to journal, to do all these things. And so I think there is a really important place for this because at the end of the day, these people, they're interested in you reaching your goals and kind of pushing the boundaries and things and things like that. And who can't get behind that? So I was asked you know, what are two or three mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual shifts that I've made that have helped me overcome a hurdle in my personal or business pursuits? Any, you know, was there any kind of scenarios, specific scenarios? I have to admit, the way I grew up, you know, I I have kind of always a feet to the fire kind of mentality. It isn't a scarcity mentality, but it is a little bit of a high-strung vibration, I'm not going to lie, because I didn't grow up in the most stable way. I think sometimes my hardwiring, which I've really been working on uh, through these physical practices, so training and eating well and doing breathing and doing the five rights and talking to a lot of people um, like Byron Katie or things that will really help me continue to develop and override kind of the initial hardwiring that I don't need anymore, right? Like I'm safe, as safe as a person can be, let's say. So I fully admit that in my work life, sometimes there's this vibration, but all of those things have really helped me. But I I will tell you what really got me there was once I had children, and you don't need to have children to get to the perspective, I'm just sharing what worked with me. Um, Well, not worked, what hammered me into this was... With one of my daughters, we went through a very challenging time. The way I was being and communicating and responding was not going to work. And so um, this is one of the things I practiced uh, and learned was with things with Byron Katie, this idea of loving what is. And what she states in the book is, in her mind, reality, God is reality, and she's in love with reality. So that the minute we're saying things like should, really big one, we're out of reality. Um, and, and also thinking, because if you could do this in your personal life with the re- one of the most important relationships, if not the most important relationship you're going to have with an outside person other than your, you know, other than the relationship hopefully you're developing with yourself, 
that is riddled with fear and stress about their future and how they're going to turn out, that the minute that you're, you recognize that you are projecting constantly into the future, if you can be honest with yourself about what you're afraid of. So I'll, I'll share, you know, some of the things that really helped me, which was, let's say it's a kid and they're getting in a car and they're a teenager. Why are you really high strung? You're afraid they're going to be killed in a car accident. You're concerned they're going to get in with somebody who maybe has been drinking alcohol. It, I mean, the list goes on and on. And you realize that none of that has happened, but yet you're, you're spending hours in that state. And so I, I really shifted that because I had to. And then I brought this into my business. And it was sort of like, you know, are we going to go? I've, I've had businesses that have failed. I have, you know, lost money. I have invested in money in businesses that did not work. Um, at the moment, we have, you know, two healthy businesses. And, and by the way, being, a, you know, a, a consumer good on the stock market at the moment is not great. Here's another perfect example. I thought, oh, okay, Laird's Superfood is going to go public, and then it's all cool. And then you start to realize... That's not the way it goes. You, you reach different levels and now you have different challenges. And so that is why I'm such an advocate of taking care of myself because it gives me the space and the distance to react slower to the constant challenges, challenges that I have signed up for, um, whether it's in my, certainly in my work life. And, um, and so as far as like hitting a wall, I would say with one of my teenagers, when, uh, you know, she was sort of going through her thing and there was conversations of, she had, there had some been some pretty heavy things that happened. I had real choices to make if I was going to make a difference, you know, if I was going to change and be different and participate in the outcome being different and my dynamic with her being different. Certainly the breathing helped, but really it's that perspective. You know, I joke sometimes, like we've gone through stuff in our business with Laird where I'm like, well, we have stuff to sell. And and literally, as silly as that seems, it's like sometimes you have to get right down to it. And actually, um, Arthur C. Brooks said this about his wife. It's like, what's going to happen? We'll lose the house. Like At some point, you almost, by letting go, that gives you all the strength that you need to pursue all of these things, whether it's dynamic relationships or you're an entrepreneur or you're, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do. But I think it's harder if you don't feel good. And uh, that's why I'm an obnoxious cheerleader for people first taking care of themselves. But certainly meditating. I don't think throwing alcohol at things when you're stressed out is really a great solution and, and being honest with yourself, like, this is hard. And I will share something else. When Laird and I were going through this scenario with our daughter, the impulse is to go into your private corners and lick your own personal wounds. If you're in a working relationship with a business partner or partners, or you're in a relationship going through a very hard time personally, see also if you can do this together. It is hard, but I, I would encourage you. So if you are in a business uh, situation and there's challenges, um, try to be the person who is constantly bringing everyone together um, because it's the only way you can get yourself out of it, I really believe. This podcast is brought to you by Ritual. I've personally been taking Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin since right 
when COVID hit. I was looking for something supportive and powerful. Someone suggested it to me and lo and behold, I got, I did some research. And what I love about them is, so women were kept out of research until 1993 by federal law. And Ritual really knows how important women are. Obviously, if you're going to be selling them vitamins, they're essential. And they conducted a university-led human clinical trial for their essential for eight women 18 plus multivitamin to really assess its efficacy. So right there, I was intrigued and even more intrigued by the results. It increased vitamin D, which is what I was looking for, by levels up to 43% and omega-3 DHA, so important, levels by 41%. And that was just in 12 weeks. So they take the time and energy to figure out, hey, you know, does this work? And is it going to be good for these women? And not to mention that what they do is so smart. They, they kind of hone in on nine key nutrients and they put it in two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption. So if you're going to spend the time and energy to really, you know, navigate taking supplements, everything is bioavailable. Your body can absorb it. It'll know what to do. And it's really gentle on your on your stomach. So you don't have to worry about like, oh, I have an empty stomach or after food or before food. They just take away all of those pressure points and make it as easy as possible and give you comfort in knowing also that Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, gluten and major allergen free. They're a certified B Corp and all of their ingredients are made traceable. Don't get me started on the nice little finished touch of the minty kind of aftertaste that they put in it. I mean, they've really thought about everything. So if, you've, if you're interested, if you're in need, no more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. You will get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash Gabby. If you want to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today, that's Ritual, R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash Gabby to get 25% off your first month. The other question was like, how do I get out of negative feelings? How do I get out of the funk? And um, and really, it's just I've had enough practice. I've been in enough hard situations. I have been irritated by nothing. I have. Uh, it's even like in your relationships, right? Like I've had hassles with Laird. I know it's not the end of our marriage. So how much kind of gravity I put on those moods has maybe become less and less. Like it's almost like. Certainly I take myself serious. Like I take, I'm a person who needs to do that less actually, but I'm learning like, you know what? Don't take that so serious. You're, it's a funk. And uh, who knows? Maybe you didn't get good sleep. Maybe you're going to get your cycle. Maybe your partner's going through something. Um, you know, and in our businesses, it's like, I even think about the moon. I know it sounds silly, but if the moon can move the entire ocean it's like we get so disconnected to our environment and we think we're not really a part of it. And and for me, I just weirdly will allow myself to feel it and then simultaneously kind of look at myself and laugh and be like, oh, look, at, <laughs> nice, you know, <laughs> how's your mood? And what has helped is to confess it with either the people I'm working with, like, hey, listen, I'm just in a, I'm off today or my partner or even my kids. Like, I'm just, I got a short wick. I'm not good. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not managing things well. The other thing I was asked is like, hey, what if I'm in the wrong, which is often, um, you know, what do I what do I do with that? I, I have learned this from Laird, come clean straight away. And I've even learned to do this in work where you send an email, maybe you blast people 
you know, not really, but kind of a little harsher. And then you have to backpedal and send one to all those people and go, I was wrong and I'm sorry. And the quicker we can do that, I think certainly that gets easier. I want to say something really important about this whole entire conversation, which is time and experience. I think this is really hard to do when you're 22 and 23. And so if you're in your 20s and you're sort of exploring relationships and work, give yourself a break because these are things that we're supposed to go through so we learn. This isn't, most of us don't come with these techniques. And if you do, um, either you have very good parents or you just came out that way. But I, I just want to say that because things can feel overwhelming and that makes perfect sense. And she talked a lot about have and to and be versus be, do, and have. And I, I, I don't know if it's because I was raised on an island pretty simply. I've always been in very, I, I mean, beautiful environments, but just pretty simple. And uh, I was never taught about, oh, you have to go to this college and you have to earn this much money. Like I just, that wasn't part of the way I grew up um, with a ton of expectation. So that probably kept me pretty liberated to just being and having, I was always interested in a clean and safe environment. I, I don't know that I was always so impressed with everything being grand. So that's something I actually never really fought. Or maybe I was clear that having it, that wasn't going to probably solve all the problems. And we live in a, in a crazy world where everyone, we're all showing off to each other. But the people, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, like, you know, when you go to a dinner or a party, I don't know if I go to parties, but the people that I really am always so genuinely drawn to are the ones that allow you to discover them. And they're not sitting there, you know, sharing everything that they own or have done, but just as two human beings connecting. And then obviously through a natural discovery, you can discover that people are doing something really interesting in their life. And that's still not the reason that you're attracted to them. You're attracted to them because maybe they are curious or intelligent or kind um, and not because those traits and hardworking got them a boat. It's like that doesn't really last. So I don't know that I've, I had to navigate that so much. And she, she talked about a point that I think is really important, Julie. She talked about creating before consuming, and this really – resonates with me. And it's like, why would you be friends with somebody? Always the intention. I think when we're overly transactional, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be strategic in our lives. I'm not out there, you know, trying to shoot blanks and not hit a bullseye. That's not what I'm suggesting. But it still has to be rooted in a really good reason or motive or what are you trying to put into the world or how are you wanting to participate? So I think for me, creativity. And that was a way also to express yourself. And I, I think that's another thing that I don't know if we hit it well enough on the podcast, which is for a lot of people, if we can make our work life part of our creative expression, there's so few things more fulfilling than that. I think when you have an idea and you can manifest it, or you can put together a speech and you can share it, or a lesson plan, or an item that maybe enhances someone's life, or a program that educates somebody, or elevates their life in some way. There are, there are so few things more fulfilling than that. And yeah, you got to pay the bills. And, you know, stuff's expensive. And I'm not, you know, I'm not suggesting that. 
But I think her point about focusing on that first was really important. So whatever is happening, but it's something Laird and I talk a lot about is, you know, and you'll hear every business person, your why and all these things. And so no matter how organized one gets and if they do all their journaling and they answer all the questions and they do all this stuff in, if they're not really connected with something that's genuine coming from them that they believe in, that they love, because there are going to be so many challenges, it just doesn't work. Any, like, let's, let's go crazy. Let's say it works. It still doesn't work. Let's say you get a bunch of zeros. If your internal is not aligned with what you're doing at some point, I think that that's a fail. Oftentimes I get asked like, oh, you do so many different things. No, I don't. I just do a lot of things or, or I just follow the things that interest me that I genuinely want to participate in. And then, yes, I'm not going to bullshit. I do get then strategic and go, hey, is there any way I could fit this into the landscape of my work and make it work? So anyway, I just, I know this is choppy, but I guess what I want to say to you is it's always first the things you can be in control of, which is your reactions, your um, your well-being, your practice each day, you know, what you put in your mouth, all of this. And then, yes, try to put together a plan about where do you, you know, Laird always says if if you don't have like a idea of where you want to go, you, there's no way you're ever going to get there. So what what does that look like? And don't be afraid. Go big. Who cares? Like, And if you have people around you that are going to be naysayers, don't tell them. Only tell the people that will tell you the truth, but still in a supportive way, but not people who, because they're frustrated in their own life, they'll be like, oh, that's going to be hard, or why do you think you can do that? So you need the balance. You need people who are going to be like, hey, listen, here's the here's the issue with some of your ideas professionally. But maybe if you construct a strategy, it'll be fine. But there's always something to navigate. So you don't want someone who's like, awesome, you'll do it. But then you don't want the other either. And it's, and it's a constant calibration, right? It's like our egos. You have to constantly be checking in and being like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And there might be times, and I've done this personally and professionally, where it was like, I'm doing this because I need the paycheck, and or I'm doing this because it's going to bring me attention that then will later keep supporting the business I'm doing. But still within that, you have to know what you're willing to compromise on and you have to have boundaries. You just do, because if you don't, I think you just end up really nowhere. All right. I send you love and power and I'm sure somebody's navigating some heavy lift right now. <laughs> and uh, I just wish you great health, great success. That wraps it up for today. Make sure to follow us on Spotify for free episodes and subscribe to The Gabby Ree Show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me at Gabby Reese on Instagram and Twitter. Aloha. the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.